off me, you damn dirty ape! Ah, yes, Eric. Thank God it is Friday. That, that's, was, that, was that just you at the end? That sounded like a real monkey. It was just you. <laughs> it was just Looking me. at this, I'm like, what is happening you, right now? You don't understand the amount of time I took to do that monkey sound because I'd always get excited. Oh, it was about 30 seconds? No, it was like an hour because I, I wasn't oh satisfied God. with it. I, I am of monkey sounds almost like the Brian Can Wilson. Can perfectionist still be a failure? It, it is one of those things like he was doing like good vibrations i was uh-huh. making monkey sounds the problem is when i would do it i tended to get a little too excited and get to that and then that didn't you, you sound right too, too, you got too much into the part i did i actually oh. had a banana down here all the stuff thank god it's friday it is eric Maybe I now. I don't know. i'm kind of worried i don't know but we end up having three you books going here. crazy in the basement with a banana making monkey sounds for thank god it's it friday. was real fun when i was doing that and Go then bananas, everybody. you wouldn't know this eric but if there was like the director's cup behind the scenes that's me doing it but i ended up having a lot of effects on it to try to fool you and then at the end i realized he's gonna know it's me <laughs> I ended up slowing it down. Let's down the pitch. We're going to up and up. Oh, it was so much fun. It was. But there you go. It's, thank God it's Friday. I thought we needed to have some sort of theme. The shit is going to get bananas, as Gwen, Jem, said, because we have three books. You picked these what about books. Charlton Heston? Well, Charlton Heston's okay. And what I do like about that song as well, if you realize, it has three, she spells, three and you always enjoy hangers. It, it ends up with her song ending, then Charlton, then there's the crescendo to end, and then the monkey sound ends. Oh my goodness. It's three stories in one, Eric, just like tonight's podcast. It all works out. I ended sure. up telling you at points that I did want to have a, a steadfast rule for the Thank God It's Friday that any issue with a gorilla, ape, monkey, whatever had to be on this. Uh-huh. We're not really going to go with that as much. Okay. So, because we would end up having problems because Justice League, I believe this week, has Detective Chimp, and that's not going to be on one but of the he's books. A chimpanzee. We're talking he's on. not a gorilla. Well, he isn't. I, I mean, gorilla's one thing. I just mean all of them. Is, are they simians? Is that what they call They're them? They're great apes. Yes. Oh, great ape. How about grape ape? You no. love that, don't you? But here we are. We have three books. You ended up picking them, and I ended up having the ideas. And hey, we'll do Wonder Woman and Justice League. Ooh, that wouldn't have been so much fun, right? You said maybe. Let's do Aquaman, The Becoming, The Flash, and Green Lantern. And I thought, you know what? Those this seems like a solid section. Seem like they're really well in tune with each other. So I'm down with that. So we ended up doing that. But the thing was, I wasn't even thinking of a great, uh, thank God it's Friday situation. I was just saying like, thinking not about that at all, just for the main podcast. I'm like, that'd be a good section right there. Maybe it's going to be even better. Thank God it's Friday. I like when you team up the flash and green lantern. That's a pretty good deal. And having Jackson Jackson here with the, you know, the becoming with him and his becoming and all. I'm the Aquaman's. Maybe. Obviously, there are two plays on this book. There are people who, like you, you you're open-minded, right? And you I end so. up like, okay, you like Jackson, and do. you don't mind the idea of whatever he's going to say he's going to be or what they're telling you, whatever. You just want to see Jackson. You want to see him go and have some fun, and you are very intrigued by his family. Now, with me, I'm I'm in the middle because the other side is just Jackson, Aquaman, Screw this. And it's one of those things that I don't understand a lot of times because a lot of these people say that. But I I guarantee you at some point, 
just having them as Aqualad on the side, they're all into that. It's like all of a sudden he steps up, well. right? But the idea that when these characters who people seem to really like, all of a sudden they, they seem like they're, oh, they're overstepping their bounds and I'm not getting this. And it's a weird deal. It was almost the same thing back in the day in the 90s when Oliver Queen died and Connor Hawk took over as the Green Arrow and had his own Green Arrow book. But the thing was, there was no internet back then or, and I didn't talk to anybody about comics. So I don't know if they're like the, the feeling of that was the same, but I don't remember that book selling as well, personally. The thing is, I was thinking about that while I was reading it and wondering what the deal was, because is it going to be one of those things? Say you have, you know, say Jackson becomes Aquaman for two years, a book, just Aquaman. Arthur goes off on a vacation and you have to maybe Mars. a staycation, right? And you end up nowadays, I don't hear anybody bad mouthing Connor. About how when he was Green Arrow, you know, maybe time heals all wounds. He's they don't had him remember. in the background of a Robin book for like ten months now, and he's been gone for a better half part of a decade. Even the idea of him gone, though, but I never heard most people that I hear they'll say, "Oh my God, it was awesome when Connor ended up and it, it ended okay. too soon," or this, you know, stuff like that. When you get Brotherhood of the Fist, there's some cool stories. I've got his action figure right here as Green Arrow, and I love it a lot, but I remember as well back when it came out with the whole idea of who Connor was as opposed to Oliver Queen, who I had known, it was a bit of a transitional period, even though I thought that Connor looked badass, and I'm always good for the young heroes. Yeah, I don't hear anybody like complaining, obviously, it's a while ago. The only complaint or arguing I have now is, you know, you have He's white, he's black, nobody knows, Eric. Every no, time nobody you look knows. it up, I have no idea what references they're going for. He's black, Eric. And and we love Connor, and I like Jackson. It's just where I come into this book, it's the idea of was it worth it for the six issues for me? And I didn't I it didn't give me what I wanted. I'm actually a little like I'm one step behind. I'm Scat Cat, uh MC Scat Cat to you. You want to see You're a progression or whatever. I actually just wanna I get animated at times, Eric. Uh-huh. I'm told. But I, I actually I needed something because I like Jackson. We've had him even in the Kelly Sue DeConnick run leading into this and all that stuff. I really like the Year of the Villain stuff with Grandpa AI, Black Mana stuff, that. I like that. But I'm still not convinced like the idea of, man, I love the character. And that's kind of what I wanted. And this wasn't the book for that, it seems. This was a book for people, like you said, expanding the family, showing, you know, you even said to me before we started recording in a nice little conversation we had, Eric, that uh-huh. you're getting more of the psychology of Jackson, where I'm kind of like, I'm not at that point yet with them. And it, I really don't know who is, because the thing is, the people who love Jackson Hyde, I want to say, are Calderon fans from the Young Justice cartoon, because even from what we have with the comic books, there's been so little of Jackson, any bit of progression for over a decade. I'm like, does anybody really love the character, or do they want to love the character? Because there's not much of him. And that's the, this is the thing, is... I'm not like it's hard to explain. I'm not getting that. Oh, my God. I love this character vibe from this. But like you just said, usually what you will tell me is just say Kyle Rayner. We had the same thing. Love me some Kyle Rayner. The becoming. And all of a sudden we're there and he's dealing with this. Who knows? Eric, a cartoonist again. You end up where he's there. And I would say I like it. And I but if I said to you with that, if I said, hey, I I don't know, Eric, why I'm not getting why you love the character from this. You would be able to say then, well, here you go. You'd give me a list of things. Go and read this. Go and read when he took over. All that. Yeah, I've been reading Kyle Rayner for like 25 years. Oh, my goodness gracious. Are you telling that to your fans here? Uh, because but with that, like you said, there's nothing for me to really go back to. Um, but 
I'm not at the point like this doesn't make me a huge fan. I want to love the character. And it's just I'm still kind of just kind of mid-level. The, the idea of I like him. But if I don't see him again, eh, if I do, eh, you know, you we'll like see how him, it goes. You like him, but you don't like like him. I, well, I don't love the cat. Like if anybody like, said like. name your yeah, name your 10 best characters, favorite characters. He wouldn't be on the list, and I'd love oh, no. him to There's be. a lot of characters, Because though. I really like him, though. But I, I believe it's some weird ones. that At one point, Maps was on the list. I mean, you know. Uh, but, yeah, so going into it, you're Connor more Kent, Superboy, of the Tim deal. Drake, Rob, and we got a lot of people for it. So, like, Jackson High can make his way in here just because there hasn't been enough. Yeah, and so at the end, though, when it ends up being this deal where I'm like, okay, I want to see, you know, what makes this guy popular. I want to I wanna fall in love with him. I fell in love with him more when he into his eyes. I just see him hanging out with Andy is almost the ticket for me to fall in love with. Adventures and babysitting with Jackson. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and that's good. But in the end, it almost gets to the point where I'm like, oh, you know, I know that you're going to tell me. Well, it is a prelude. It says on the cover. But when I see that, it's like just, oh, it is full setting up the Aquaman. It's not even in my mind. It'd be a confusing standalone issue, especially how it ends here. And, uh, yeah, going forward, maybe with all this said and done, what I usually say about some things that I don't necessarily love, it gives me that groundwork. And maybe now the next thing, the Aquaman, maybe that's when I fall. I can't wait for that. Maybe this does. And I I really am excited, too. And so I go into this, and I'm not going to tell you that I hate it because I don't. I think this might be my favorite issue of the whole series. It's just that by the end, I felt a little disappointed saying, oh, I kind of wanted more of that, the feels for Jackson. Not just the woe is me. Like, I know that he doesn't. Sad, he, I know that he's upset about Black Manna being his dad. Does hey, it make you feel listen. awkward with him being upset and you just want to walk away instead of hugging him, telling him that everything's going to be okay? Maybe. No, what, what it is is I'm like, he you gets time, me mad Jackson. because I know that my, my kids hate that I'm their dad, too. I'm like, I'm Black man in this situation. I'm getting pissed. But with that, it is okay. Now, this is not a book that either of us review on the site. Do you have the credits? Because oh, yes, if I not, do. I do. Okay, so you go with it. It's, it's more of a your book anyway. Sure on the podcast. is. It's it the finale is. of the prelude to the Aquaman. Aquaman Becoming Number 6, written by Brandon Thomas with art by Sir Jacuna, Diego Alategua. I don't know if I'm saying that right at all. Wade Von Grodbauger and Rivette, Adriana Lucas, and Anne World Design. And this is the finale to the Aquaman prelude. And in this, we have... The forces of the Zebel, like freedom fighters, are run by Mika, the Delilah's stepmother, and they're going to go and try to stop things from ever happening peacefully in Zebel right now, where Mara is due to give a speech to try to get the conscription of the Zebelian children into the military to end. And now we just have to make sure that Jackson and Delilah can get there in time to stop him. Yeah, yeah. And so when you get this, uh, you even said to me before, you like it, but it does tell in a wonky way. Uh, it gives you a wonky that's the way worst to tell part of this whole thing because we have a situation like if you go into this after issue five and you go in, you know where we're picking up. We know that Mary's going to give a speech. These you know freedom fighters slash terrorists are going to come in and try to screw everything over because the only way that we're going to get what we want is through terrorism or just hurting people in general. And Jackson and Delilah don't want that obviously, and their mother Lucia. And this whole thing goes down it's like okay. We're there. It's Zebel. There's a gigantic fight breaking loose between our heroes right now, and then we're going to stop all that and say before, where all of a sudden we have, like, Lucia, Delilah, and Jackson talking about things, and as that's going on, then we turn the page, and we go, before the before, I'm like, just tell a straightforward story, because backtracking this way is not doing you any favors. And then that's the thing, when I'm seeing the before the before the before, and as two asides, uh, the art's incredible. I think the art's great, but when you were reading... (laughs) 
when you were reading the credits to make you laugh inside that there was a surge and I was yelling about I how know. I hate that. I didn't that, even think about it because I had it written surge. out. Yeah, I end up with, I told you earlier, I hate that well, name. That's a pretty surge. cool name. And you're like, ah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I only know Serge Savard, uh, the hockey player. So with all of this going down, it's almost weird. And, and maybe this is the idea of why I kind of got disappointed because when you have the before, the before, the before, some of the before stuff is Kind of what I might have wanted in the issues. Yes, you like the Zebellion stuff, the extended family. That will probably play out better. That's good foundation to go forward with the character. You think with, like, you know, how Tula used to be the Aqua, like, uh, Aqua Last to, like, Orm Sister and stuff like that? Do you think that one day that Delilah will become the new Aqua Last? Or Maybe. Aqua Woman? I don't, I don't know. know how to play it now that Jackson's going to be Aquaman going and forward. And I don't know. I, I thought, I really thought by the end of this, both Lucia. And delight. they were both going to get killed. And then I was really going to be like, really? We did all this setup. But like even seeing like they go back before, before, and you see, you know, there's Jackson. He's talking with Aquaman about this stuff. And oh, my God, I'm sorry. Andy almost got hurt. But she didn't. That's the stuff that I really, really like here. And that's where I get the connection. And you just pissed off like everybody else because where this leads for the before, before of Aquaman, you know, being there with Jackson, Jackson being upset that he almost let Andy get hurt, even though he didn't, we then would go off to this whole point where after this conversation, well, got to go to Mars to help Frankenstein with yeah, the mission. Yeah. So like and the that's is, what the weird thing is. You know <laughs> what I mean? Pissed off, like, I like this, but you know what? It leads it's me to get angry. It's not even that I get pissed off, but that when you, you have to admit the best scene in this book and maybe the series is a talk between Aquaman and Jackson oh, about what it is to be Aquaman. And so that's what the thing is. And again, it's a perspective deal. You come, you go into most things where, you know, okay, I'm going to go with the flow. You go with the flow guy. You're a nine, Eric, as we said on the Patreon. Like, you know me arguing with you. I start arguing about things that I believe will happen in five years. Yeah. I've already, so. I come in with a You will a tell me that you know for a fact that nothing will come from anything for three to four years for some I, reason. I, I have no idea why you die on that hill, but you go with I it. I will stand up and die on that. No, but what I, I get with the idea with, you know, Jackson becoming Aquaman at the very beginning of the series, you saw him going through the gauntlet, the AI deal, you yeah. know, the danger the of Aquaman deal. The well. And so then Aquaman leaving, but it ended up where maybe it would have been better served. Yeah, you could still have the stuff and find out about Delilah and the things about Lucia, but having Aquaman actually there with Jackson, not even just guiding him, but actually saying to him, it's okay, I understand what's going on, and then even learning, almost like I thought I was teaching you, you're teaching me sort of thing. I think that that may be what I needed for that, you know, hand off the baton deal. Not, uh, oh, my God, awful Zebel and, and secret agents and things like that. And, you know, almost like, oh, my God, Atlantis is against it. I, I think I needed more of that. You needed though, a like more I basic said, bitch kind of story well, is what you needed. Yeah, I said it at the beginning. Exactly what I needed because I See, don't Aquaman really know. left and where Jackson thought he could finally stand out and have his time to shine, he finally then learned that Aquaman's shadow was just that big and he could never escape it and he has to be better than it in the long run. I got the idea that he ended up, Aquaman left, he found out that his family a bunch of pieces of shit and then he ended up trying to make but things But then they're okay, Zebel. Jim. But again, it was all Zebel. I think that just the focus was was off for me, wanting just to get the feel good deal. Let's go, and then maybe the Aquaman book save the you know dark stuff and maybe the things I, I don't know. But Jackson's in turmoil. He needs help, Jim. He is. I don't think he's going to get it. I don't think that he's at least really, when I think years, about it. Right? Well, when he goes, yeah, no, that's when they forget about things. When you go and he goes to the underwater, I'm going to use the Mariko Tamaki play here underwater psychologist uh -huh. when he's there and, and underwater Jackson's, therapy. he's laying there in a big conch shell 
like a like a, a big, like, under the water. Yeah, that's what it is okay. in the underwater therapy. It's conch like, hey, p- pull up a conch, like, you know. So all right, so they do that. Fuck you, just cursed me out somehow. <laughs> pull up a conch. Oh, but yeah. So with that, I don't know. I it would be cool if we deal more psychological things. I I kind of me and you talking earlier. Think that that gets swept away. Jackson's I think that got a this giant just, chip on his shoulder just because of his daddy issues. It's his dad, but his dad was what we knew coming in. And but then and we found so, out about his mommy issues, and he's got a whole new level of that now. That's and that's the weird thing. The mommy issues end up in this kind of, in a weird way, a forced way in my mind of, oh, she's more, you know, may die. Okay, I love you. I'm sorry. I, like that's the way that it was resolved of the idea because he still should have a lot of fucking issues. They even talk sure with when Delilah says to Lucia, oh, my God, why didn't you tell us right away? Oh, well, I always lied. So you wouldn't believe me. And and with that, I don't think that that I, I just think that it gets swept away under the rug because she's hurt here. Well, people do that all the time, though, with the idea where you have a problem with a family member or a friend or loved one. So situations. But when somebody is about to die on the verge of death or even her, where it's like everybody will come to your bedside, all is forgiven. I love you. I'm so sorry I let you down this way because it is that knee jerk reaction to go and try to forgive somebody that you are feeling that are about to die. Like maybe even because it is your fault. Yeah, I never did that. Man. I know. I, this we, is why we, when we had up. the conversation before. I'm like, you have to think of what people feel. Yeah, it's just I guess you. But the- do they think that underwater? I don't know. They're underwater the, psychology. The, only, the best thing is usually I can't say in this, but I like I want to live underwater because it hides your tears, Eric. But not here. You see the tears. Oh my goodness! Uh, but yeah, you have this whole deal where it was set up. This big you have to wear goggles and they're still filled up with water because exactly, your tears just filled with water with my tears. You end up where you know they had that big deal and and they were. They were under attack, so that's the big thing of going on. And it, it does show you a bit, like, Atlantis comes in to help. This is almost like the common enemy of this big, you know, terrorism thing going on. And they go, and Jackson is, he's kicking butt. He really is. He joins up with Mara at one point. They're all doing their thing. But he is a man with no world, though. Well, yeah, except, I guess. I, he still he's not accepted surface. as Zebel. He's not accepted over there. And on the surface, his father's also a terrorist black manna. Aquaman isn't accepted in, in Atlanta so much. And that's much. what he's and, trying and, to talk to Jackson and, uh, about. And Zebel, uh-huh. he never was. And yeah, actually, really? Mara should have talked to him. It really, I, I know that the idea of going with this, you know, it's Aquaman. You have to have Aquaman, Aquaman. But I think Mara would really know more about it, especially since she was a bad gal going to kill Aquaman and then was finally accepted. Which is weird because her journey is a little bit different where she was a princess who was trained to kill Aquaman, fell in love, was banished from Zebul because somehow became queen of Atlantis, was allowed back to Zebul. I'm like, yeah, she's just kind of royalty all the way around. And you always say has that. Been. It's a weird deal because Aquaman's whole deal is just, well, my daddy's there. He's a filthy human. Bag. And the I mean, hate it, them it filthy surface they dwellers. Almost made to, they, they almost tried to get that idea, well, Black Man is your dad, but look at my dad. Oh, my goodness. Hey, at least it's not going with pre-flashpoint continuity where Aquaman was raised by dolphins. And when, when he wanted to have sex with one, his mother dolphin's like, no, you got to get out of here. Yeah, remember when we did that when the shutdown? Yep. There was no books. That was crazy. Peter Davis' hey, Aquaman yeah. reboot. You know, when in Rome, Eric, when underwater. Uh, but even that, when Aquaman talks to him, Jackson, about it, Aquaman has had problems with his mom. At some points, his mom comes back, tries to kill him. You know, there's a lot of She's different stuff Island with that or whatever well. that was. Maybe, or whatever the what thing was. Jeff was Parker but, writing about? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. It was something with that, with the dinosaurs yeah. that they opened up that hidden vault. Ah, uh, yes. But so with that, I mean, 
Yes, Jackson is upset about his father, and it always has big been. Thing, though, big drive. and he will be. I mean, that will He's be. Trying Maybe to the outcome of this, book and that's why he hangs out with Arthur and Mary the entire time, who are more of a parent to him than like you know, kind of like even the idea where he does love his mother, but her, his entire life she lied to him about who he was, why they had to live in the desert, and stuff like that. Who she actually was, and when he found out, oh yeah. I'm Zabellion, you're half, you know, like uh, from underwater, and your daddy's a fucking murderer and stuff like that. So I can see him wanting to spend more time with Aquaman and Mary because they are more and proper, more stable, exactly, parental right? figures to a degree. So it makes sense to me that you have that at least where you want to be like that because everybody, even though you love your mother, you know, want to get along with your father, they've all rejected you in a way that, like, you know, it's beyond your control, or at least you can see it. Is this you talking about Jackson still or you? Look, the thing is, I can relate to Jackson so much, and that's why I like this book. (laughs) (laughs) It is. You're Jackson. Uh, Would would it be funny if Aquaman, like, I didn't have an Aquaman in marriage, Jim. No. In the Aquaman book, wouldn't it be funny if it's like, oh, man, what did you do on Mars? He's like, well, actually, let me tell you. He never went. That was a lie, too. Well, Everybody lies time. to Jackson. Right? Well, Frankenstein said, called um, me up. He wanted to go to Vegas. I'm like, what am I going to do? Oh, I got, I got work to do, Mara. Got to go. So crazy. But as this fight goes on, and even at the point where Jackson and his sister Lucia, they're going to, or not Lucia, uh, Delilah, they're going to go off and they actually talk to Lucia and says, yeah, I'm going to come with you guys. I, you know, this is a family thing. I'm not going to let you go off and get hurt without me. And I think that she has something. I mean, if you want to go with this whole idea of everybody wanting to try to make things right, if you go with that big scope, like Lucia wants to make things right by actually showing she's a good person, but also stopping a terrorist attack by Mika, who was kind of with her as well back in the day, you end up having Jackson trying to get past that idea that he's Black Mana's, you know, son. You even have it in here when he gets mad at the guy who does hurt his mom? Jackson and you goes see that going back on and this terrorist face. I thought he killed that dude until yeah, Aquaman I, I showed up. I thought he did as well. And even then, you know, it, it's weird because even Aquaman and, and Jackson, not even that. Jackson also wants to prove that he's good enough because of the idea that he did almost get Andy killed yeah. and kidnapped and whatnot. So he has a lot of things that he is trying to prove. And I think that at the end, did you see that what, bit though when he's really... going ham on that dude and the panel splits oh, yeah, that was, and yeah, goes the to Black Manor right there, that and he's the how deal. he sees himself, and that's Again, what he wants to get though, away from. When he's in the Fury, I actually thought I thought it was a weird play because what he's doing then, I don't think that he's thinking. So I couldn't think that he thinks that. Oh my God, I'm becoming Black Manor. He's in the moment. I thought that that was the play of what maybe Aquaman or other people watching it would see, and I thought that would be the play and. And it would center on that deal of people not thinking of as anything but, but oh, there he goes. They already have that Black stigma. Man's son, right? It, it was a weird deal, like because it, it's not of the mind, and he's doing it. It would be weird, but I think that was for the reader even to say, oh my god, he still is like that. But yeah, he ends up he doesn't kill the guy he wants to. Aquaman shows up, that guy's and dead. it's one of I don't those care things what anybody too. Says. That guy is the, dead. I know. The other thing, like he's about not moving people, when Aquaman shows up. People trying to, you know get a new lease on life or trying to prove something or trying to make up for things too i mean arthur himself he's kind of in a you know mid gray area i think that he goes off to help frankenstein on mars just to get away from this nonsense because of all the shit that went down with well, somebody's got to do no something to try to allow aquaman to be who he wants to be because bendis ain't doing injustice league well and with that we know that it was just to get him out of the book yeah. but in my mind thinking of that I do think that he's in, like, he could really, the next issue, when, or Aquaman, I wouldn't even bat an eye. He pulls up in a new Corvette, 
Right, he's got the th- he's got new tattoos, even though he already has some. Like he's having a midlife crisis, an underwater it, midlife crisis. And then Flash crisis. runs up next to his Corvette. He's like, "Is that all, he, all the like the horsepower has?" <laughs> That'd like, be Fuck funny. You, Barry. And he's like, "Screw you, <laughs> screw you, Wally." Uh, but yeah, so you have these things that are pretty cool. The fun thing about it is, or the funny thing, the sister's kind of stuck in the middle, right? She ends up at well, point she's been lied to her entire her life as well. Second mother, as Mika, they say. Yeah. Uh, and but you you might have like I again I wanted more Jackson so the idea there's like, not enough her space. Her mother but she kind of feels her. like she's just left That's behind. Her again, mother though. left her and stuff like that to go do something. Also have another fucking family and have Jackson and stuff like that. Her second mother, Amika, has also lied to her entire life about what they're trying to do and put all these terrible thoughts into her head about what her real mother's actually is, even though it's not true. I'm like poor Delilah. We don't spend enough time with Delilah in this book to that, deal with her that's psychology. That's what I'm saying and. I and didn't want to say to prove that themselves to Jackson by the end. Yeah, I didn't want to say that because then you would have yelled at me, Eric, because I keep saying I wanted more Jackson. So how could I say that I want more Delilah? Well, true. She was the one this as well. Same as Jackson. Yeah, she was the one who kind of you feel bad for because, yeah, especially when she's like going down that deal. But at least she feels like she still knows to me, who she the, is, though. To me. Yeah, well, I don't know because she kind of forged her kind of path with her second mother Mika and then found out that and, was but the thing is, then uh, her morals about what they she thought they were doing are still solid just to find out that her her second mother has been going about things the wrong way did not like falter on her like what she thinks she should do like she still knows that this constriction uh, not constriction uh conscription I can't say the word uh is wrong and they need to do this in a peaceful manner and that's like at least she still knows who she is later on but it all this seems like there's Lucia and Delilah, and even when we have Black Mana show up at the end because of Aquaman, it's all because we have to make Jackson prove like it's okay, and we have to prove ourselves to Jackson. So it's it's kind of a weird situation. Yeah, it is, and you know, it even goes with Mara talking about it to Aquaman as they're laying there. The idea of the kids and the conscriptions. I thought conscriptions. That, that I don't word, know why I couldn't say that, it. that word. The word threw me out every time I read it for some reason. It like, doesn't fit in my mind in a comic book like this. It just felt weird. But that's what this all thing, you know, the, the big yeah. speech and things were about. Meryl wants to end that. And the way to end it is really, I mean, yeah, I have these factions on Zebel trying to yeah. make it seem like we're always at hey, war. We're always at war. We're always at war. Yeah. Yeah. Induction. yeah that's all it is. I can yeah, say these a lot It's just making better. kids. Yeah, oh, it's making kids get into the I'm army. Like, I, I, conscription. I need to say that, and I need to make sure I can say that. But what can I say other of that will be better for me? Draft. And, and so what I think that what we get, at least from Delilah's and she ends up where each mom she has. I mean, if she has five moms, they're all lying to her, right? You just find out. They just can't be trusted. That's it. Sure. That's what she finds out by the end. So with this whole thing, and again, this is kind of a weird discussion of because we're we're excited about the aquaman book both of us and i don't hate this issue as much as maybe some people think now with that i don't know the the people end up who didn't want to get ah jackson i don't like him whatever i don't think that they would like this anyway even if they gave it a try but i'm begging people to if you didn't read this give aquaman a try because aquaman is in that book as well and so's Jackson and Black Mana, and it's a whole bunch of Aquaman. Hey, get this. Ocean Master's in it. It sounds awesome. So, they, you know, don't see. sit there. At this point, when you end up saying things about this, and I even said, like, oh, this book, it's a disappointment to me. But the foundation is laid for me now to enjoy Aquaman. So, And we'll even talk about that in the Flash book coming up, the idea that Jay gets his powers. Well, he gets them a wonky way. 
but it sets up the things you want coming up later. She was told better and in a better way, but I like where we're going. Same with this. And I want, I want to love Jackson. And maybe this is that weird step of, you know, I'm starting to learn a little more about him with everybody because this is new stuff. And then maybe from this point on. Jackson's got some demons. He needs exercise, Jim. Yeah. And that's the weird thing. Maybe that's the play too. Just as an aside with that. I love young heroes, Eric. I love them so much. Cool. Oh my God. I love them. Uh, but I love them usually because they are Be enthusiastic. Moist. What? They're, they're enthusiastic. They're naive, Eric. They're, now, they, they, they're excited about their powers. They, they're, they are naive, but they think everything can be solved. It's almost like the stuff that we're getting with John now of him realizing he can't save anybody. You just become an adult, my man. And I like the young heroes. You're a little old for me now. You're right. Where's young Justice at? Yeah, I like the enthusiasm and the, you know, we can do it all and we're going to try it. And damn those old people. Don't trust a Don't trust anybody over 30. Over 30 yeah. you know, like that. So I love that. And Jackson is kind of beyond that, I guess. And he does have a lot of demons. He has a lot of things that he is fighting here. And maybe that's the what I needed was I want the happy go lucky Jackson first. And then we get to the demons, but we're here and I understand them. And yeah, Brandon Thomas has expanded the mythos or the, the family of Jackson because really all we usually get is black man, oh my dad, oh my God. Sometimes Grandpa Jesse AI. I wonder what happened to him. Oh. Uh, that, see, now that was fun. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, that was real fun, especially the ideas that swirled like, in our Grandpa, head. Jesse, do you care that I'm gay? Boy, I don't care what you are besides my like, grandson. I, don't care. I love you. Thank you, J- Grandpa Jesse AI. I'm glad you brought that up because with that, there is nothing. I, I saw people, oh, you know, Aquaman the Becoming, what's just going to be about him being gay and all that? No, it wasn't. This is about his family. Yeah. There were parts of this bringing it up or whatnot, but naturally it wasn't forced. So, you know, don't sit there and say, oh, I'm not going to read that Aquaman book. Give it a shot uh, because I hear that it's pretty darn good, Eric, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see. It's next sure week. Is. Uh, Getting right but to by it. the end, the best thing, not the best thing, his mom, Lucia, she gets hurt. She jumps in she front takes, and saves Jack. people take a bullet for somebody. She takes a freaking mace hit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm like, oh, my God, thank God. And the guy even looks. You put wings on that guy? That's Hawkman. He ends up just, boom. There's like no an underwater she, orc. How, yeah, how is she going to survive this? An I mean, seriously, look tank. at that thing. Look at that thing. But she goes down. He flips out, almost becomes as evil as his father, and ends up having to kind of go away. And I like the idea where you think that there's a lot of people. He's just pounding the crap out of this guy in a non-sexy way. Aquaman comes sure, down yeah. it's like, I guess it's all over. <laughs> like, thanks, Aquaman. You showed Sorry up late. But they, time. Have, they have that discussion about what it is, what it means to be an Aquaman. And, you know, and he says because people have been coming up. You even have a reporter for underwater news. It pretty much should have been, right? So I mean, it really that. was. It's like, you know, seashell news here with the report. And goes and says, calls him Aquaman. And he doesn't stop and he well, doesn't correct him. Well, it's a whole even thing where we start at the end of the story where, like, you know, the hostages of the Zebellion takeover here are coming out. Like, what happened? Aquaman, he saved us. So that, like, the then reporter goes because Jackson Hyde did come and save everybody and stuff like that. So he, people are just kind of calling him the Aquaman, whether he's ready for the title or not at this point. And he apologizes. Because he is working to up towards it. He that. does want to be Aquaman. Arthur is trading to this. He doesn't feel he's ready. And before he actually, you know, personally can make that decision whether or not he is ready and will be the Aquaman, People thrust it upon him against his will. I thought it, I thought it was a weird way to really push this, though, because he even says, I like when he apologized to Aquaman. And this happens, you know, in different 
things in different life. Like, oh my God, I'm sorry. They, they called me Aquaman. I, I didn't stop them, but now it's become a thing. So I guess even then it's spreading. And when they have this, now everybody is calling them that. But aren't just like, what are you talking about? I don't mind that. That's what you're going to be. I mean, we talked about this. We discussed this. And at the one point at the end, again, you have this play, and it's kind of a funny deal where we get mad. Like, how many flashes can we have? A lot. At the end, it's like, at the end, it's just like, hey, I'll see you later, Aquaman. Okay, Aquaman. <laughs> like, oh, I wish you guys had some different name. But uh, he ends up where he's. So the, is, like, the whole the whole thing with how pissed off Jackson is about not living up to the mantle in his mind, you know, allowing his mother to get hurt and just being in a really shitty place right now for everything that's happened throughout the series. Is he just goes into the holodeck to go trains more to like, you know, try to be the Aquaman, takes the safety protocols off. But he even ends the conversation with Arthur. Great, then we're good. You're Aquaman. I'm Aquaman. Let's talk later. <laughs> talk later. And that's the weird thing is like at that point. Sad Arthur is there, like his face is all shattered out. He's looking down. Want to hear that Bill Bixby Hulk music playing when he when he dives away? Goes off, yeah. And so, you know, with all that, you end up later, and the mom's in the back of the tank. She isn't, you know, they haven't fixed her yet. They're trying to. They're seeing what they can do. He's upset. He's saying, "I'm sorry, mom." Just a little bit more Atlantean black magic. She'll be fine. Ends up yelling, you know, to his sister Delilah, "Get out of here!" One tear going down his thing. He actually, I think that he just is ashamed to be around her. Even the idea that he might have let them down, especially his mom, and he doesn't need anybody to talk to him. So, I I do hope though that this does mean something for Delilah to go forward because even when Jackson says her. I made her think she had something to prove to me, and she almost got killed doing it. That's what happened. Because one of the last things that uh, Lucia said to Delilah before they went to go help Jackson was, you have to prove yourself to him. And this is what he thinks now. So hopefully she doesn't take her mother's advice and actually just be herself and be a sister to Jackson. He doesn't feel that she has to prove herself the way her mother did. Yeah, it would be cool. And I hope that she, I like, he's like, get out of here. I'm trying, little brother. Like, all right, little bro. She goes off, and that'd be funny, that's it, we never see her again. But it is funny, too, where he's yelling at her when he's like, that's what happened. If you look behind, is that actually, like, readouts on a screen, or did somebody, like, draw a little picture with a heart at the bottom, like, I love you, Mama? Don't don't talk shit about Atlantic technology. It does not look like it's underwater technology. I don't trust it, Eric. I, I just don't, but... Yeah, you end up, she goes off, and then you see that Aquaman... You're an underwater anti-vaxxer, aren't you? Having a beer. I'm just (laughs) anti-underwater. I don't like it, Eric. It's terrible under there. It scares me. Uh, Iceland... You have, and it's a cool little change of art. It's funny, too, even going to Iceland the way it is with Arthur sitting there in a bar in this, like, Icelandic village. It really does call back to, like, Batman v Superman and stuff like that with Bruce Wayne going to find Arthur Curry, the Aquaman. But when we have Aquaman sitting here having a drink, we have Black Mana show up out of nowhere. like, no traps out there. It's like, I told you there weren't, you know, this is too important. Now sit down before you bring even more attention to us. Well, you got, like, uh, well, you got me here, Aquaman. Tell me why I just don't kill you. And that is where we look, end look at things. that look. Look at that look on Aquaman's face. I'm, <laughs> it's such a goofy look. You know, He's oh, this had is a fun. I understand that look. I mean, I see. This is what I call three and a half beers. And then you can start smiling and you start talking to people. Wasn't that a, a TV show with Charlie Sheen? No. You end up where he's two got, men and a boy. <laughs> he's got shots and all that. He's like, oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, but, yeah, we'll see how that goes. That leads into the Aquaman. I like the idea that he has had, a, had to have a few drinks in order to have a sit down with Black Mana to discuss important things like Jackson Hyde and what's going to go or forward. Or was he just bored? Who knows? But, yeah, I, we, I don't know that we'll know what he talked about, what goes on or how we go into the next deal. I think but, it's kind of apparent, though, with how we left things with Jackson. I don't know. because. 
like I said, I just go by the idea, and if you haven't read the solicits or whatnot, you end up knowing that some worldwide terroristic things going down, and he needs. Uh, I think that this is just to get you excited to go and to I, the Aquaman um, book. And you know why I'm excited, Jim? Jackson Hyde. Well, I'm excited because of you know Aquaman and Jackson. I mean Aquaman, Aquaman. Black mana. I mean, do we have any others? Black manas? We might have a couple of them. Maybe Orm. We got uh, a but Devil I also want to see. Yeah, Devil Ray. We don't know because we haven't actually at this point read the last issue of the whole Black Mana. We have to do that before next week, obviously. But yeah, all this stuff going down. I, I actually did like this in the ending with Aquaman and Black Mana. Pretty cool because yeah, you don't expect that. So that that is a really it's great thing. Yeah, and if, if it is the idea that the we're a great beginning. All we need, yeah, really, all we needed to do to end that underwater war is Jackson. You know, the love of them too. I just don't get that. At this point, Black Man is the the the, the cog of this. He has to start actually caring about his son and and not lying to him and doing things. So we'll see. Well, he kind of seems to care about it from what we see. He just goes about things wrong way because he's just two black mana. It's weird. He does the two black mana, but one of the last things he did was lie to him to try to get in the Zebel and destroy it. I mean, he's still not on the up and up. Was but that he the does, last I think thing he does he care. I think that that's one of what the last things. Grandpa that was Jesse? like right before. Well, that was when he ended up getting with Grandpa Jesse right after that to try to fix that. Because remember, they went to Zebel and then Grandpa Jesse was causing some weird issues. But. Uh, with all that, what did you get? I like this story a lot, but the thing is, I don't like the way that it's told. I just the idea where you go into the finale of this prelude and just have the ideas like, all right, here's what's happening later. Before that, this is what's going on before, and then before, before, but then you go back in time or forward in time to the original before, but not where we started things. I'm like, this is no way to tell a story. You are just starting things off at a very confusing point, which I don't appreciate. Just tell me Jackson Hyde is cool at the end. And I'm cool, but the problem is he's Bing not cool. Bong. He needs some help by the end, but I'm also here for that. The book looks great. I like the progression of Jackson, and I like where we're going with Aquaman, Black Mana, and Jackson who hide into the, all of this. I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. Yeah, I think I'm I'm going to match you. I actually, when we were talking about it, I do like it a little more than I even did when I read it. Uh, I still want it a little more of just Jackson and some something feel good that I could grab onto. But going into the Aquaman. Going forward, Jim, there's a possibility for more relief things that Aquaman could just be Jackson Hyde starring in My Two Dads with Aquaman Maybe. and Black Mana. Is Black Mana the one with the sweater? No, it can't be because Aquaman has the long hair, Eric. You should know better than that. Remember those There's crazy sweaters that guy had? Yeah, I do. It was amazing. Turtlenecks. I didn't like him. I didn't like him. But Paul Reiser, oh my goodness. When... Paul Reiser was not the cool dad. No, he was the... I'm saying, though, he was in there, but I, I don't want to say anything because I don't know. He seems like Black somebody Man that might be canceled. the cool dad. Okay, so he's there. But but Aquaman has the long hair, Eric. It, it doesn't work out for him. He's the goody-goody. The guy with the long hair always reminds me. Yeah, he was an artist. Right? I think he's an asshole. It's so funny. We know Paul Reiser. We like the idea of the show, but I, I'll never know who the, the cool dad's name. It, I, I'm here to tell you. I think it was George Michael, Eric. That's what I, I always thought. It. I always thought, like, that guy's like George Michael there. Uh, but we're going to go to the next book is another one of your books, Eric. And what is that? It is The Flash, number 779, written by Jeremy Adams with art by Fernando Pastrin, Matt Ryan, Brent Peoples, Jeremiah Skipper, Peter Pentazis, Jeremy Cox, and Rob Lee. And in this issue, we're finally finishing up our Eclipso slash Gemworld arc, where Eclipso, in the body of Starbreaker, the old JLA villain who is a cosmic emotional vampire, has gone to Gemworld and wants to use the vibrational properties of the stones of Gemworld to use his influence through these to affect the entire multiverse. 
And that sounds amazing. That sounds like one of the coolest, biggest, baddest plans I've ever heard of before in my life. And it's a shame that everything to do with this whole plot device of this book sucks compared to Irie West, Jay West, and Maxine Baker just getting rid of some kidnappers with, you know, Mammoth and Shimmer and Calculator. Because all that other stuff, the B-plot, as you would call it, is amazing. And I want to see that all the time. Anything to do with Wally West, the JLD, Gem World, and Eclipso in the body of Starbreaker just kind of leaves me wanting more. And I have no idea why that isn't as cool as it should be. That's something else. Yes, and and it should be the big thing. This should be one of the biggest things going, and we've talked about this each step of the way, every issue with this. And I keep waiting for it to get bigger and bigger, and it just gets smaller and smaller. And the thing is, I think that Jeremy Adams realized this and realized the lightning in the bottle that he has with the kids. And we anybody could have told him that. I think he knew this anyway. Yeah. But you can't have just the, the kids. The linchpin of this story is Jay, Irie, and Maxine using the Speed Force to come to Gem World at the end, right before Barry uh, Wally is about to be killed by a possessed Amethyst. And they come in and save the day. And they're the real heroes of the book. Because not only did they save the day here, but they saved my interest in Wally West the Flash. Oh my who goodness. is my favorite Flash, and I could not wait for this. But everything to do with Wally, with his hang loose attitude and the idea of oh, like why loose. he can't be affected by Eclipso, it's all been like left in the open. You have to think like his even keel attitude was the thing that was keeping him, you know, in check until the end of this book when all the mysteries that we had were told to us. And for some reason, I want the hang loose attitude to be the reason you more want the than hang what we loose? got because you, you it makes more God? sense to me. I mean, <laughs> the idea that when we get to the end, we really had the comic book version of Footprints. It's <laughs> the idea where Barry's like, Barry Wally's like, Oh my God, but God couldn't have been helping me. There's only my set of footprints. That's when God was carrying you, Wally. Oh my goodness. And it, it feels so, I, I don't, it, it feels like weird. I mean, like the idea that it's so forced and so ridiculous that the specter comes down and says, by the way, the big guy upstairs, he thinks that you're tops, man. You, you're ace. You go. And I think I'd rather have the Just the attitude. idea that out of nowhere, with no setup since the beginning of this arc that Jeremy Adams started with the whole quantum leaps going through time frames with Wally West going into other people's bodies to fix the speed force. The idea that the thing that saved us all here is that the surge, the, the, the speed force surge that was left inside him allows him to run past this thing to get to Eclipso. And then the idea when he should like, you know, stops Eclipso and the specter was there, the idea like, Oh my God, how, do, how was I not affected? But God did that. But what about the surge? God did that too. The deus ex machina of this story happens twice and God's the answer to both. And I'm like, what? Don't do that. Don't make the presence the thing that actually is the, the big like linchpin of the battle. Make Wally West the thing that's cool. And that's what the, the weird thing about this is. It feels like you end up having a story where... Or at least set up the surge more as you go throughout this arc. I think he wanted to focus more on the kids, so but you can't. It, you know, I could just imagine this idea of him going to the editors and saying, listen, I really want to do some stuff. I want Jay to get his powers back. I want to have Maxine Baker, Animal Man's daughter cool. in this. I want to do All stuff. And they it. must say, and they would say maybe, well, what about Wally? What's Wally doing? Okay, I'll come up with something. And it really God does stuff. feel, it's such a weird idea that and you explained everything about it. The Eclipso, Gem World, End of the Universe. This should be big things, but it almost nobody feels like that's the deep that plot. Nobody cares. Starbreaker is dead at the end of this. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Poor Starbreaker. The cosmic emotional vampires just left, there, like left there, laying dead, and nobody on the line has once said, "Oh, R.I.P. Starbreaker." <laughs> he feeds on emotions, <laughs> yet nobody has emotions for him, Eric. He, he thought he was he was dying to win this. You end up where you have the kids, and you do get Jay say, "Oh my God, I saw Dad." 
I'm going to have to keep these powers. That's the hero's choice. Again, they're hurting him. They might be killing him, but he's got to keep them because they got to go save dad. And, and you world. do end up having Maxine there. And I, again, they'll find that out. But in the meantime, they oh, my God, dad's, yeah, dad's in trouble. trouble. And so they go, Maxine, I love the play here is that she even says by the end, which is I don't know, but she says, I, that's why I came over. I wanted to show you how cool I am with my powers. Uh, you look at her, and I and reading Maxine and stuff from the actual Animal Man New Fifty Two deal, where no. she is. And again, we're gonna play wonky with the idea. She actually the Avatar, whatnot. It doesn't matter. No, it's fine. She she is the Avatar two B for the like the Kingdom of the Red and stuff like that. But Buddy it's weird Baker, the way she plays it yeah. out here. But they're gonna go simple. They don't want to explain anything. But yeah, the she's, Parliament of she's Limbs, girl. Yeah, she's Animal Girl. Yeah. We're not gonna. We thought we were gonna get more into it, but we're not. Maybe we shouldn't. It's not. You know, an Animal Girl book, but she's it's cool Animal to set Girl, up. but one day she'll be Animal Girl proper. Yeah, well, Animal Girl should stay in this. And I always thought Bindi was Animal Girl, but that's just she's me. She's the but Jungle Girl. When you end up, <laughs> Jungle Girl Bindi, you end up where I love the idea that she should and will maybe be a recurring character as well. And Dude, now we get Buddy that. in the as idea. well. We have had, you know, Irie and Maxine, you know, cutting loose in this book, freaking just trying to be the rebellious teenage years, even preteen years going on here. And now that this is all said and done and Maxine sees that her friends have superpowers and that their dad is the Flash, mm-hmm. I can't wait for the whole idea where we have the bakers in the West having backyard oh, yeah. barbecues. I also, and we talked about this. I'm telling you, when you have running a book this, right? where you can regularly have the Wally West Flash, Mr. Terrific, who is his boss, and Animal Man, a trio teaming up like this on Reg because there's no reason you can't, I'm excited about that. And I love the idea that you get that Maxine here. And the kid's doing stuff. She's so... Wanting to tell them about the powers, like, this is going to be the biggest thing. This is going to blow Irie's mind. Even Jay. They're more Irie, but maybe Jay. I'm going to blow their mind. But she never gets the opportunity to show that she's waiting. Okay, when we're done this, when we're done being kidnapped. And then all of a sudden, they show they have powers. And she's like, oh, my God, you stole my thunder. Like, at one point, she looks so pissed. And it makes me laugh so much. I'm just thinking to myself, because it wouldn't be the same because of the way that Jay, like, you know, Speed Force goes to strength and stuff like that. Irie has, you know, the uh, speed like her father and stuff like that. But I don't know if there's a time when you have her, like, because we still need a new name for her. Because previously, when Bardown was Flash, she became Impulse because that name was there. But now that we have the Impulse back, you know, Bardown's Impulse again. I think they're going to give her a new name right now by the end of this well, because of the she Surge. She says she wants one, oh, yeah. but they don't give it yet. So that's cool, though. But, like, you know, Jay is now Surge because the Surge is what allowed him to uh, stay his connection to the Speed Force so it didn't hurt his body and make him grow prematurely and kill him. But I wonder if there's a point in time since Barry and Iris's kids aren't what they would be the Tornado Twins if you would that's eventually what I'm saying. call she them gets the Tornado, tornado twins. Twin powers. And this is the thing. That's how I was going to bring that up was the craziest thing when she ends up where Irie gets kind of a power-up deal and it's like, finally, and does use almost like a Tornado Twin type of power there to get Detective Chimp who's jumping on her and probably going, ah, ah, like that, Eric. And I thought, oh, that's cool. But do you, like, what sort of thing could you call a cyclone or something? If you don't want to full out, if you don't want to go full out Tornado Twin. The thing is, it's just a name, really. It's not like Tornado Twin Power or something like that. But, like, you know, the classic, you know, Flash using the cyclone arm that gets people away. That's just normal stuff. Yeah, I I just like that she says that. But it kind of made me think of the Tornado Twins when she used that power. Because they are twins. And because we're not really using the Tornado Twins with old continuity and stuff like that, eventually, would you call Jay and I Revest the Tornado Twins just? Because it's a new generation, a legacy taking of the name when it is like you know maybe available. You'd for them. still need you'd still need a, her own name. No, I agree. I'm just you saying know, what in general. Would you though. Go with. Well, the thing is, I, would I, go I with do like Irene. her as an impulse. 
Yeah, I, I know, but a lot of people do. But with Bart kind of still hanging, I, I don't know what you do. I don't know. Uh, but maybe we'll I find think, out. You know, Bart's grown out of it right now. Bart, you know, you come up with a new name. It's Iris now. Yes. Well, we end up where I like where Maxine even shows her power. She ends up, you know, with the, the big bear form that she does. And like, oh, my God. What? And I love where they come to save Wally. All hell is breaking loose. They kind of materialize right there. And you do see the fun thing is you see Maxine use the power right before they even go into gem world so that you kind of set that up. There's no. a deer uh, that she's got the form of as they go. And when she they show it's up, it's not the form of deer. It's just the power of deer. It's the power. But yeah. you end up where she ends up where Wally's just like, what the hell's going on? And each step of the way, it's like, Jay has powers. What's going on? This girl has that. Oh, my God. What's happening? And I do like that. He's kind of like, all right, I'm being saved by the kids. This is awesome. And as we go forward, you do have that. Oh, well, I'm animal girl. My dad's, you know, animal man and whatnot. And that's a cool play. Even later when Wally says to Maxine, that's a good dude. Sure like, is. He's a good guy. I like him a lot. So, yeah, this is pretty cool. And he'd be proud of you and stuff like that because Wally's just a great guy because, you know, hang loose attitude, Eric. We didn't know he was a saint. Just God. It's just the presence. And it, it's just the deal of this plan then. And once we get there, yeah, the kids are there. So it's cool. But even then, the way we end it is just like, okay, we, we're going to have to do this. We can't have Eclipso know that we're coming in to knock him out. So what I want you all to do is carve a path to him that looks like complete destruction. Then I'll go in fast. I thought he'd just see them, but you end up where he does go and, and get him back in the glade by stabbing him. And that was all he God's has help the Dark Lord Opal enchant the glaive again. They have full energy up. And when he runs past there because the surge, or past Eclipso's energy and stuff like that, he just jams that fucker right in Starbreaker's skull. I'm like, there has to be a way for Starbreaker to be alive here, but we never deal with that. We just get Eclipso back in the glaive, and then and then Spectre shows up. I'll be taking that. I'm like, you yeah, dick. Yeah. Do you understand what Maxime was saying about why they should trust uh, Dark Lord Opal? Do you get what she said? Because I didn't. They They think because, again... Dark Lord Opal, he's, he's going to lie. He's going to well, do yeah, these Yeah, but he was already screwed so over do. again, so, like, from the last time. Wally doesn't trust him again. He's like, why should I trust you? Maxine says there's some skunk thing outside mm -hmm. with a great sense of smell. And fun fact, smell never lies, which means right now neither is purple goth guy. How, how does that make sense? It, it really, I'm like, that's what you're like, – You should know, that, Jim. That's what convinces Wally to give it. Now, with that, they should say we have no other choice. And he's going to get screwed over like us, like they hand it over. But this idea of... You're telling me that some way in another world, an animal couldn't use its nose to like through those senses to know whether or not to trust somebody's telling the it truth. It doesn't say that. It just she says... She kind of talks about it, though. It says the skunk, you don't know this. The skunk has a great sense of smell. This skunk that's out there, that's a general smell skunk. Smell never lies. Uh -huh. That means he's not lying. It's not saying the skunk is saying that. Well, it's I'm saying that she's using that power and she's smelling Dark Lord Opal. Okay, so lies have a smell? Maybe in Gemworld. I, but for I, this I animal. Think, I don't think that's the case. I think so that what, what she's just saying is, is I, I, don't, I think it's nothing. Well, I think it's a bunch way, of then. bullshit. Because with this, she should say, hey, there's a skunk out there and here in Gemworld they can smell lies that said he's not lying. She doesn't say it's like an A plus B equals C, but it really doesn't equal. Well, it's like somebody who knows what they're talking about who doesn't fully flesh out the idea because they expect everybody to understand what they're talking about. It just it never even says like a lie gives off a deal. To me, it's like, well, 
I played hockey, Eric, and hockey's pretty tough. That means you're pretty tough. It just was an odd deal because even then, while he says, uh, I guess we just have to give it to it's such a weird idea of what they said there that, again, I thought it was just as forced as God did this. No, no. The idea the specter says that everything that you needed to know, it's because of God and then moves on is way worse than Maxine saying, you know, we can trust Dark Lord Opal. Does, does God, is it just God likes hang loose attitude? Is that what we're getting here? Because, again, I'm going to go A plus See, the thing is, I, I want to say the idea is, like, I He's can, just a great guy. No, no, not even that. But it seems like the trials that Wally's been going through to make sure, so like, you make himself who he He's needs to be once again because of all that's gone through and stuff like that. Like, Wally is the savior here because he's still trying to prove himself in the, like, not in the eyes of God, but to himself, and God's giving him the opportunity. No, God's got, I think that God's like, yeah, I kind of screwed with I mean, like saying God I, I presence. Think, it's like, I think I owe you one. But, I think I owe you, you know, something You know, presents, here, if you think you owe me one, maybe you should have taken care of this or had the specter do it. He just gave him a present. Yeah, really, that's all you have to do, but God works in mysterious ways. Also, Here's the presents, deal. I got a job. I got family. <laughs> Here's the idea for this, which could be used as more of a magical solution, speed force or presence. Oh, no, it's, it's interchangeable, and that's why I don't like the idea of that, because people can use the speed force and just say, yes, this happened because of speed force. It happened because of the presence. And, and you do have, like, uh, uh, really two pages of the Spectre coming down trying to explain something that really cannot be explained. And the idea then, and at the end, huh, just like Batman, I knew it. And I'm like, all right, I don't know what you're saying there. Either. Like but you like, end up, well, I'm glad that he was, you know, pleased, but not to be a jerk, we could have used some help. And then there's Spectre, <laughs> why do you think Eclipso could not affect you? That was him. And here I thought I was special. <laughs> you are, Wally. You are. You're there. And by the way, build an arc for me. But yes, yeah, before he leaves, like my son Jay, the Speed Force is split between him and Irie, and he's in pain because of it. Is there a way to? He would remind you that you have an extra bit of energy that you can <laughs> give to your son if you so choose. The surge? Did he plan that too? It's all part of his plan, Wally. Go. Your family awaits. Thank you, Spectre. No, he doesn't say that, but just like Batman. Thank you, presents. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing when he's like. Just like Batman, I knew it. Does he? Is that supposed to mean that he kind of like disappeared, or because it was a weird line? Because he doesn't. No, he just he flies, flies away. away. What What does he mean by that? Like, oh, just like that. Does he mean that Batman's just like God? Uh, the idea. I, I was saying always, more. It's the idea of always having a plan. It would be funny with that again. It's a weird. It's deal, all part of it, his plan, Wally. God's just like Batman. Yes, God is like Batman. Yes, and not <laughs> it only does think this, more. DC thinks this. Yeah, really. I mean, seriously, they say that, you know, God is all around us. So those the Batman books. So I guess it does you work out. the Batman books, you're going to be surrounded. It is. You are going to be surrounded. I, I love the idea where there's Wally like, oh, my God, like you weren't there to help me, weren't we? Oh, my God. What about my son? Oh, well, you use the search. It's like, oh, what should I eat next week for like dinner on Wednesday? Well, that's taco night is what he says. He just keeps going with it. What about this? Like, God's busy now, Wally. Stop it. We're leaving. Don't forget to pray and take your vitamins. He ends up going off. God's voice mailbox is full. Exactly. <laughs> you get the voicemail. He goes off and, you know, you have you didn't really need the Justice League dark in this at all. Sure but they're there. But... You didn't need Dr. Fate to take you through a magical book to get to General because now that Eclipso is done, we don't have to do that anymore. We can just teleport back home. Did you enjoy the idea that you realize that Etrigan is out of being controlled when he starts a rhyming and a scheming? I, I love the idea where all of a sudden he's like, all right, I'm good. I'm back to the rhymes. But yeah, they go up and he, they give Jay uh, the surge. I do like that Jay punched him square in the face and knocked him for a loop. 
that was pretty good. That was good. And uh, Shay's like, oh, my God, it doesn't hurt. Should I thank you? No, thank God. Say your prayers, buddy. Say your prayers and take your vitamins. And, yeah, they get this and says, I think that I'll call you Serge. Hey, Dad, it doesn't hurt. Serge, hey, why not? We'll call you that. It was a soda pop in the 90s I liked. I'll name you after it, Jay. It was kind of like a Mountain Dew, but not as good. But it was better than, like, that Dew Drop shit that they try to push on you. You you like it, right? Well, I bet it was his name. What's what's my name, Dad? Crush. Orange Crush. What's my name? Fago. Get out of here. Get out of here, kid. <laughs> he could be red pop that would work out see there you go uh yeah she's like i don't know you're you're coke zero you can get out of town but they end up pepsi like oh my Kona. god yeah pepsi kona would be good crystal clear pepsi new coke uh did you see the new soda that they have i think it's coke solar it, it has that i don't know what you're saying to me right now coke they have solar. a new coke right they have a new coke i think it might be called like space right so i said the space. logan I said to Logan, what is, what's the flavor? Or like, what's the deal? Legitimately, when you look it up. Wait, how do you look it up? What do you look it up? Do you, you look up I, Coke I can't say like new space? Coke. No, it's not new Coke. This is the deal. It is, um, it's the flavor space? of space. space. That's what it says. It's I, the I, flavor of space. I don't even know what that I means. I said, what the hell? I'm like, Space Coke, I do that. That's a musical group. Yeah. Is it Space Coke? That's probably some other type of thing. Okay, Coca-Cola Starlight. Okay, Starlight. There combines you. great Coca-Cola taste with a dash of the unexpected, including a reddish hue. It tastes include additional notes reminiscent of stargazing around a campfire, as well as cooling sensation that evokes the feeling of a cold journey to space, <laughs> said press release about the product. <laughs> I'm like, yourself, a bunch of cut. I, I don't want anything to do with you. Now, with that, somebody I did say... The C word. Somebody did... <laughs> somebody Coke? Somebody no. did say that uh it tastes a little like s'mores which you'd get the campfire but when i see it it tastes like a campfire so i'm thinking soot and then it tastes like space i'm thinking maybe meteorite dust and fucking moon rocks i don't need that eh? idea when you st- i'm like what's it taste like it tastes like space, space. what does that's that what mean it, said. it means space it means that. clean the shit out of your ears you looked it up and they said it even more no, they, confusing no, the thing is, they sound like assholes what the thing yeah, is you're trying to tell me is. it tastes like space they're trying to push a product to look like a bunch of assholes <laughs> well the, the, this idea they didn't tell me anything it's got a red hue no it's got a red hue these these younger Eric. A lot. Of, like i don't like doing things I don't even where coke. Like, i'm a pepsi man i need to know the flavor i'm not gonna and logan says oh man and we were going to BJ's. That's how you have to buy one. He goes, if they have, he goes, if they have, if they have the starlight, can we get a case? I'm like, first off, they ain't gonna well, have your a son. Obviously, is a bad planner. I like, think we're not getting that. So then he said, what this we'll do? Fault. He wanted also to we'll we'll get it and we'll put it in a storage unit with all the other crap that people. And then 50 years from now, we'll cash in. I'm like, I'll be dead, but still, that was his plan. Somebody's got. I said, first off, you have to have somebody who's gonna want to. Get that Starlight Space Station. Hey, when you, put, when you put, get that, uh, that storage unit for the Starlight Coca-Cola, can you put all my 90 Star Wars action figures still in the box in there? Because no, nobody wants them. No, put them in there. And if, if I have them, I'm going to spill the Starlight all over this thing and take that. I played ahead once as a kid. Nobody wants those Star Wars Power of the Force figures. You end up where Irie even says, can I have a name? Not yet, girl. Let's go back. Hey, we don't have to use a book. That's good. Let's go. And then you have the weirdest transition. We don't transition. have to use a book. No, that's what I'm saying. They're like, should we use the book? No, we don't need it. Let's go. We don't Thank need to God. turn the comic book anymore. We're no. good. Well, and then you have Linda, 
who's there. And it's such a weird play of then Linda writing what appears to be the worst book ever. Yeah, great and she's having some fantasy fiction. She's fine. I like this whole idea that she's along the lines in my mind for when John was a little kid with Lois Lane and John Kent kind of thing, because she is not being a very good mother. She's so wrapped up in her writing, just like Lois was, that John was doing nonsense and getting in trouble. And so is Irie and Jay here. But she does get to go see how, like, you know, oh, my God, my kids, they're not there. And it's a cool thing. At, I, at I, the last second, right? She's like, oh, my God, my kids. But yeah, she gets up and they go check and stuff like that. And I have no idea why, if it's anything to do with the surge or whatnot. But when she runs out to go do it, she has the speed force. And it's her to saying from her book, oh, snarkle, bargle. I like yeah, that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> the, the thing is, though, is when Lois was doing this, I think, she, was she taking down inner gang? At that point, I mean, she was author Xing. All right, she was doing big work here. Linda's George R. R. Martin and things. Uh, George R. R. Martin, not even that. I mean, look at her. She's like his red hair unkempt and long from years in isolation, glowed with the rays of morning sun as they reached the alien world of Saboth Tempest. All no. I know is, and this cover, it's Fabio on a damn space pirate ship. That's what this is. It's not a big so work a kind here of fantasy that going you had? on. No, it's nonsense. But she's like, oh, better check on the kids. And then, yeah, she has Speed Force powers, which you say that. I'm like, do you remember a freaking Iris West had the Speed Force? Yeah, I love the tightest, it. the most hottest freaking flash you've ever seen. That's what this reminds me of. <laughs> Don't sexualize Linda <laughs> the way we all sexualized Iris. Yeah, well, we'll see what that is. But that's cool. You'd have a full family of, of powered up. And Jay, I mean, it's weird, too, because this week, Jay actually getting his powers and he'll have them now. Didn't hear much of a, like, big thing about it and that's huge that should be the big thing and this book and it kind of gets muddled into the idea that god is looking after Wally. again it, it's, it's it is muddled it's just like along the lines by a jackson hyde where you know people want to love jay and irie west but they've been gone for so long that you haven't had them for like i keep like i said this for the better part of a decade even longer because they weren't a part of the universe and stuff like that for over 10 years the idea that we finally get back to a status quo that was changed previously to make him not have it we're back there like does anybody who was reading comics back then still care? And do people who report on comics know about this? Well, people seem to love this book and the idea that this book has been gradually trying to get like Wally's back, right? Hey, sure he came back rebirth, but he never was set right. You end up having Heroes in Crisis. This book he takes was set care right of at the beginning of this. Yeah, no, not issues. even that. He ended up t- touching people and they were getting mad at him and stuff like that. They did. It almost felt like Wally was back as a centerpiece rebirth but they really didn't know what to do with him we finally get this book they erase pretty much the awfulness of heroes in crisis and now well, we get they, Jake they, and his know, powers. they don't erase it they erase wally's you know his part of it the awfulness they, they erase now it. it's the michael awfulness. barry and oliver queen that decided to use the freaking the tachyon particles and kill everybody this book is still trying to resort things and, and set it up and getting jay back his powers that's another thing that okay now we go and I just don't see anybody really caring uh, about it that much, even saying anything or putting, you know, I don't see anything on Twitter of the people that follow us or I follow and things like that. And it's a big thing. And it's resetting this whole Flash family in the Wally West, trying to get it back to what it was before. I don't think Linda needs powers, but I'm down for it for at least an arc. Yeah, we'll see what it means or, or what she's going to do with that if she hides it. I, I don't know why she would, but she may and then saves It's going to be I, one I of those know. funny things, I think, for at least, you know, an arc or maybe a half an arc or something like that. Just the idea, like, when somebody ever gets, like, a Superman's powers or the super strength where they don't have, like, they, they try to open a door and they pull it right off the hinges or something like that, but she tries to do simple things but has the speed force, has no idea how to do it. It's going to be like it a Spider-Man like deal where she grabs like a plate that's fallen yeah. and like that sort of thing be kind of cool 
Uh, but what would you give this? The thing is, I don't like the way that all of this just falls in the idea that the presence was the linchpin behind everything because for a story that I haven't been liking with Eclipse or that never made sense to me to begin with, you saying that this is the how things are finishing off just really irks the shit out of me. But I like the art overall, and I like the idea that we do use the kids, J. Irie, Maxine Baker. They are the people that come and save the day and allow Wally to win. It's just we are finally done the story that I haven't been liking the A plot to, and it feels – it's not even convoluted, just kind of lackluster completely, and just like you didn't have an ending, you said God did it by the end and moved on. That's very disheartening to me, but the way we end up things with Jay getting his powers back, Linda having powers for no reason, that sounds like fun. I want to see how that goes, but I'm still giving it a 7 out of 10 just because I like all the stuff that we're setting up and doing to go forward, setting the twins up to be heroes, Maxine Baker, everything this thing has been doing on the B-plot has been solid. I just want us to get out of here and have Wally doing a mission that feels like it's his mission again. And it's weird because I'm going to give it a 7.5, but if it was the, if we were just judging the kids' stuff, it might be like an 8.5. Just stab Starbreaker in the skull. Eclipso's done. Why was he at the glaive? I don't know. Even it, it felt like even Jeremy Adams was like that part of it. It's kind of fizzling and almost doing what you say that you want to have happen. Let's just get the hell out of here and get back to Wally doing some things. Now, that sucks when you have to read the issues doing that, but it does feel like that was just there as that, like the idea of Jay, Irie, Maxine, that's the B plot. Maybe it was the A plot all along that was only set up so that, you know, Wally is at the end of his rope, he's going to die, and they end up having the kids go save him. And then they become the A plot. I do hope that going forward that Jay picks up his action log once again. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Because we have not been doing that. That kind of just fell aside. Yeah, it seems, well, they got kidnapped, you know. And so with that all, it just felt weird. It's like, okay, we want to see Jay. They come in, Jay, Irie, Maxine. They save the day. Everybody's there. But you still like, oh, my God, we have to explain all this? Ah, God, Spectre, out of here. Just the idea the Spectre shows up and says, God did that and moved on. I'm like, you can't just do that. That's not how you end is, things. Like, honestly, I want to see the Spectre doing things. The Spectre's amazing. One of Isn't the most that how every episode of Highway to Heaven ended there? And now that I say that, and did the Spectre get killed by Darkseid on Omega Earth and Infinite Frontier? Let's not get into that, Eric. No, actually, I think he was he's like, a part kind of, the of going around. Yeah, but I think he was flying Wonder Woman around at the time. He might have I don't, I don't I don't remember either, but he was the one, you know, going and giving her a little tour and things like that at one point. So all that being said and done, like I said, if you're going to fudge things, do it with God, Eric. That is the go ultimate God, fudge where you say, because who? I always tell you to go for gusto, go for Gatto. If, if me and you, you're going to end up having people like, oh, I'm going to really rip into this. And like, I, I'm starting a tweet like, how dare you? God, explanation is bullshit. And I'm like, Nah, people are going to hate me for that. So you're not free and clear. He's like, I'm going to use God. And it does end up being hokey. I don't know if it's a, if people are going to hate you for that or if you're going to be good with it. It's just going to start a war between other people. No, I'm just saying the idea they won't even know that what I'm talking about. It's just like they think, and you know how and people now read the Crusades. shit. Thanks, it's Jim. that all of a sudden, this guy thinks God's bullshit. And now it's all trouble. I, I ended up reading something the other day. A tweet was something like, name the movie that you watched in the theater that was the worst thing you ever saw. So somebody ended up, and here, here you go, they put The Last Jedi, right? So this other person you responds, the these, these people, I did, but I the know. people explaining things, all of a sudden it's, how dare you say that that's the worst movie ever? There's so many worst movies. What about, and they're naming movies. Like, what about, you know, Caddyshack uh, 2? And, and I had to step in, I'm like. I've seen a lot of movies in the theater. <laughs> 
not everybody has. And the idea I saw that disorderlies saying, at the drive in the Fat Boys they movie. They switched us, though, of being the idea was, what's the worst movie ever? Yeah. And it, 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 they're not even reading things. So I put something about God, the next thing I know, I'm, I'm being chased down the street. They're yelling at me. I'm not dressed. I'm nude. Eric Ronald, did, you, did you dox yourself so you could show everybody your dick? Oh, I just like to run around nude and I need an excuse. If I'm being chased by people with pitchforks and stuff like that and they stop this, I don't know I'll get in trouble for running nude. I That's my out, Eric. See, it's, all, it's all my evil plan. I would never run nude. My balls would be swinging left and right like you wouldn't believe her. Oh, my goodness gracious. Knipkinop. What are we talking about next? The Green Lantern. I was just going to say the, but just Green oh. Lantern number 11, written by no, Jeffrey Thorne, with that. art by Tom Rainey, Marco Santucci, Maria Laura Sinapo, and uh, Micah Taya, and Rob Lee. And we're continuing on with the idea of the the evil, the rogue, the magically infused rogue guardian, Koyos, trying to go and go throughout the universe with his magical powers he has now and wipe out all connections with the Guardians in any form they've ever taken. Or just wipe them out anywhere in the universe to try to bring the order back to the universe by taking the Guardians out and allowing magic to come back in. And now both our two-tier stories of Jon Stewart being the new uh, ascended godhood mortal man and also this fight going on. Those are going to all like come together here. And we're going to have – that's the best part about this book in my mind. It's not that like we had the two-tier story throughout for the longest time. And now we finally get to fold them together where Jon Stewart comes back to Oa to try and save the day. But can the ascended mortal, a mortal guardian, go up against the magically infused rogue guardian, Jim? No, I don't the answer's know. no. He needs help. <laughs> the funny thing about this is, is that the idea where Kaleos, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh my, he's one of them self-hating guardians. Yeah, he's he totally going is. through. Like he ends up, and the funny thing is, it's one of those where I think Jeffrey Thorne's playing out that idea of you want to agree with him. But you don't want to agree with this plan, maybe? The idea that the guardian the guardians do get they fudge things yeah, up. They do. They get their hands involved they in, in a have. lot of things, right? And they always have. So the idea The reason we have an antimatter universe is because Chrono went back in time to look at the freaking, you know, beginning of the universe. Yeah. Now with this whole issue, I don't know, while, still while continuity. <laughs> who knows? But while while I'm reading this, I'm I wasn't getting like a lot of times like we say, we talk a lot about Lex. Lex maybe Luther. that was the multiverse. Mm, maybe Anyways, we talk ahead. a lot about Lex Luthor, about the idea where at the end, you know, Lex was right, you could have shirts or whatever you do that. And when that's the that's the intriguing thing about Fuck him the is that it but it's like he's right, but he goes about it the wrong way. With Koyos though, I don't have any connection. It felt weird because I should be sitting there saying, like, oh man, like maybe he is right or whatever, but you never think that just because he's just pres- Presented this well, whole he's time. He's just a just... standard for the old Ala like Ali Appa Apsa kind of like the old time guardian kind of thing. Who was the rogue guardian previously? Yeah, and so it doesn't really hit. So when you go through this, what I get from this, and and it's a weird deal with the art. The art, you have a couple deals going on, and Two. some of the art it ends up. I don't know. Suddenly, it felt even more cartoony than ever, and everybody looked like they were bobbleheads, and it was it drive me nuts. But it's okay. But when you go through. You start to feel as if, oh, my God, like this seems like it's coming to an end. Like you're starting to explain things that we wanted to have explained, but also resetting things. Well, you have that, but also in the periphery, you have members of the Just League have showed up as the Cavalry. Also, the United Planets United Order have shown up as well to back up the Greenless. I don't like them either. Are they pain in the asses? I mean, really, they They, just they show up just to yell that they're going to do something. That's the thing. I I really don't like the United Order because Ben has created them. They have this one blue chick who says she's Daxamite. I'm like, I have no idea why she's Daxamite. But when you have them show up, I just... 
they're, they're just, you know, there's these, these weird stand-in for characters that you want to see, but they're not actually them. They're almost like knockoff versions of like, here's like a, a boy Starfire, and here's a not Hawkman. Here's somebody who I say is a Dax Might, but not really a Dax Might. Well, the funny you know, thing is, you said already about Kaios. Kaios is, is oh, yeah, almost yeah. a stand-in. Yeah, he's all, like, that's what this book is, a lot of stand-ins for things. Who do you like better, Daxamites or Dax Shepard? Which one? Daxamites, and you know this. Yeah, same here. I don't but like Even when you have, that like, much. your uh, your Justice League like members come in, because you have Hal Jordan, Hippolyta, Wally West, and Naomi. I'm like, you have Hippolyta here, and she's just yelling about, <laughs> no corner warriors! I'm like, shut the fuck up, Hippolyta. <laughs> this is a day of blood and fire! I'm like, who are you? Oh my god, the, the universe is ending. We gotta send somebody to like, well, Naomi, she's no, get her ass out there. Hippolyta, you're redundant, get out of here. Uh, but when they show up, obviously, where Hal is there, and there with Joe, and, and what I'm saying is, like, the idea where by the end of this, we do find out a little bit more, at least with a phrase or whatever, what Joe's ring is. But also, they you have Jeffrey Thorne pretty much get rid of that living will ring of how. Again, I don't know what any... That's the thing is about this whole thing. And then thing. he tries to do it again, and he can't. I don't know what any of this means, because even the idea where Joe and Hal during this battle are shot with magic arrows, which nullify both of their rings, because... That was ha- a song by ABC, by the way. Which ones? <laughs> that poison Arrow. Okay, I thought you meant nullify him. I got to recall no, that. No, that'd one. be kind of cool. But the idea <laughs> but, that this magic arrow nullifies both Joe and Hal's rings, Hal being a, a ring forged of his own willpower, it just goes away. So I'm like, that's weird. And then with that, we find out that Joe Mullen's ring is also is a Green Lantern ring that's forged in a way that the uh, Quardians forged the yellow rings. And the thing is, I'm like, well, that's interesting. I want to know more about that. But when you have all of these different aspects of the people who still have power, like Hal Jordan, oh my God, I can't use this. Like, I can't use my willpower to reform a ring. So I'm kind of cut off like everybody else now. I'm like, is that forever? Or is it just because of magic right now? Joe, she, her ring's fucked up too. And she, at least she still has her ring though, because it is made different than anything else with the quarterly aspect. And we do need a power up though, because John has come back larger than life. It's a kaiju battle against gods. One a guardian, one John Stewart. And they're just going, you know, rock'em, sock'em robots. And it's, it's pretty cool, but you have an epic battle that is going to cost the universe all forms of Guardian between the Maltusians, Controllers, the Morians. All of these p- versions of Guardians are going to be wiped from the universe. And it's not a huge deal because every time you bring them up, they kind of fuck up the day. So maybe Koyos is right. But Joe Mullen wants to get into the battle. And the only thing she can think to do is talk to the Teen Lantern, Kelly Quintella, in her comatose state and say, Look, Kelly, I don't know if you can hear me, but we need your help. And you know what we get out of that? Her freaking gauntlet that she wears just kind of opens up, and we have no answers. All you have next is a Kaiju Joe Mullen with Joe John Stewart double-teaming Koyos, and I'm like, I don't know what this means. You didn't explain anything. Things just happen. Now, while later on in the next upcoming issues, this might blow the doors wide open for what the Teen Lantern is and how her powers work, but for a conclusion to your big battle, it just means God did something and we can move. I'm like, this. there is no explanation. What, even her freaking gong opening up, and I don't know, did did she get the power like John has an ascended power? Did it charge her ring up? I don't know. She doesn't have a ring anymore. You keep saying that. she doesn't. Her ring's gone. She says the ring's gone. That- and as I was going through it, I went to look. She doesn't have a ring on either hand because for some reason i thought it it depowered the ring no she says it's going to depower when she wakes up she goes the ring's gone 
and rings and then you end up having Hal Shaker and says, Mullen, wake up. We need to find cover. Okay, okay, I'm up now, whatever. And then they go forward. She ends up where they show both of her hands at certain times in this. She does not have a ring. I think that that got rid of that ring because they want to go forward. If you're going to have things, everybody's going to have a regular ring now and not these wonky rings that, that aren't really explained. The, the it's a rings that allow people to have, you know, powers when like the power batteries go down I, while you were talking it actually gave me the opportunity to go through to look because at one point i they were really not showing her hands and it was driving me nuts but you see her left hand and then when she goes to kelly you see the right neither of them have a ring on she has to go get it and so with that i again this feels like the beginning of the end that this is going to end and in the weird deal just as an aside the solicits for may came out there's no green lantern solicit i ended up sending a message to jeffrey thorne He's playing games for with some me, reason, like I'm, I said. I'm looking at the page you're talking about, and when I read it, the idea of this. Oh, and Martian Manhunter's here as well. For some reason, I forgot to mention him. Because during this, he's just flying down from the ground on fire. <laughs> on fire! <laughs> he's having a bad day on Ella. When they come to and they're trying... Martian Meteorite, when, he is When they're there. trying to avoid all the danger because they are powerless at this moment in time because of these magic arrows. When when Hal says, come on, without rings, we're just clattered damage out of here. And she's going, the rings gone i just thought she was shell-shocked like she didn't understand what he was talking about because his i understood because it was his own like willpower that created it and i just thought that she was out of power with hers because of this and the weird thing about it is as we were going through i'm thinking like did somebody steal it it, it, it was it gone because it's a weird thing like you said the living will ring that makes yeah, sense you end up where uh, at some point whatever this serves the poison whatever it did the magic ends up making it so that that living will part of him he says he's trying to connect to yeah. it again and a lot of people again jeffrey thorne's doing this me and you have been reading that a lot of people have but you're reading i don't know that a lot of people would understand what exactly is going on there with how even because well, it's, it's is, really kind of gone I've, through. I've, real- I've read all of this and i can't tell you because even the idea that he forged it i'm like it's still in my mind no, i'm not saying that i'm just saying people won't even know that he did have anything different and what the hell's going on because we never expl- it never made sense. Well, that's why he was still had a ring that was like when everybody else didn't. And they talked about that. They, yeah, but they didn't really spell out it completely. I think that it probably a lot of things in this book, I think, left a lot of people behind in things of what they meant and what they were doing with that. Because, again, you say about how we've seen him like before this issue, two panels. So he ends up showing up here, but it's gone. He doesn't have the connection. So that is done. And is this going to be the idea? That Jeffrey Thorne, with this ascending of John Stewart, at this point, he's already being told to set up for a new status quo. This idea when he says it, because when when Hal is trying to like do like you know form his ring again, she's like, "You can do that." Like apparently not anymore. Whatever that arrow did, it cut my connection to the Cosmic Grail. I'm like, did we call Krona's Gauntlet the Cosmic Grail? Was that like what it was like you know known for? Seemed to be, but it, it ended up where I was like, okay, that's what they're going with. And but again, it was so ill-defined when we ended up getting it at first. We were kind of confused and never really got well, past that. That's the idea that, too, but... where Kelly Quintella, her like gauntlet that she has is very similar to what Krona's Gauntlet looked like that Hal used when he became one with the will for like a you know the emotional spectrum of willpower and stuff like that that allowed him to do this. And we still don't know what this is because Bendis brought her out here, and never did anything with her except for. She she found it one day from a dying alien. Exactly. In the, in the garbage yeah. heap. And so with that, again, I, it but it's feels different. like, yeah, yeah. And, but it also feels like in this, in my mind, because we get done and you end up having her. And I mean, Joe kind of, I guess it, it must be on her then. She must See, take I don't know it because since, it just seems like it opens up. 
Like but I think the, the open up is kind of going away from her. It gives something, but I do think that they're going to end up explaining. Because it almost seems like the idea, like the top of her gauntlet, just imagine the top of your hand inside of a gauntlet. The top of it opens up and it looks like, you know, the energy, it just comes out of it. Yeah. Uh, again, though, I think that what we'll have is, I think that if you're going to, and you want to, a lot of people like Teen Lantern, we didn't do much with her, but if you want to continue. I, but I think that what we do from here is, She's now out of the coma. I believe that even if this isn't actually the gauntlet, I bet you they say it fried now, again, out. Is this one of those things that we saw previously when she was unconscious and they tried to take the gauntlet and it started creating its own constructs? Is this just a construct of Joe Mullen that it's creating to fight Koyos on its own? It might be, but I do think that what this does by the end of this, and I, I don't know, next issue, whatever, when... I think that this ends up getting rid of that gauntlet. I think that Kelly then becomes, when you get back the ring, she becomes a proper with a ring Green Lantern. I just think that they want to reset everything, get everything where everybody has the same rings, they get the lantern, all that, and not have this wonky stuff that's never explained. That we talk about, we like, you know, how Jordan's ill defined powers, what he can and cannot do, not talking about this and that or the other thing. Even though the Jill Mullen was introduced in her own series at Far Sector and told that she has a different kind of ring, and the only thing we really got to know about this was, a different kind of guardian gave her a different kind of ring, and then all of a sudden it just charges itself and doesn't need a uh, battery. And is not hooked up to the central power. Yeah, battery. it just needs to be reset, but it doesn't it just, need a exactly. battery. Exactly, it just needs it, it to like replenish on its own and recharges like a cell phone battery. But when you have this, like, well, what else does it do? We have no idea until this issue where we find out it's built similar to Quardian rings. And I'm like, this is as far as we've gone with Joe Mullen and her Green Lantern hood, and like, and now it's gone. How Jordan's is gone, and the Kelly Quintellas is gone. I'm like. I'm going to feel like I missed out on a lot of need-to-know information. I think that what this ends up being Pertinent. is the idea need to know of information. Getting, let's make it simple, stupid, and let's get back to, you know, maybe we get it before or after, but this dark crisis, things that we're going to get a proper Green Lantern Corps, all of them rings, they all do the same, like it's, that I'm saying, thing. Doing that is the same as what we had with Scott Snyder going into death metal, where, like, you know... We're unlocking the dark cosmic force of the universe, and the first one we unlock is Umbrax, the ultraviolet spectrum, which then changes John Stewart to an ultraviolet like lantern. But then he changes back, but we're, even though we're told he can never change back, and now his new ring is just a ring tattoo on his finger until it's not. Yeah, and, and I think that that was bullshit too. I God, think that I they just want to get it simple, and the idea where they want to go How forward, keep fucking this up. Hal Jordan just has a ring. Joe, if she's going to continue, has a ring, and Kelly has a ring, and that's how everybody will be. So I like special people, though. Yeah, but then you have to explain things in even books. Because like when and maybe... was the torchbearer, the ion entity within him, I like that as well. Well, the idea, too, is how much do we... We don't know, but how much are we going to get Teen Lantern? Teen Lantern's a weird character that you have to have a creative team come in and want to use her. They're, it's not their character. It's a Brian Michael Bendis character. Throw her over in the flash. A lot of the times, though, those characters kind of get pushed aside. But yeah, I think that they would not have, like, we don't, people want her as a lantern, but I think she's just going to be on the side in a Green Lantern core type situation as well with Joe and things like that. Now, with that, too, when you end up where if DC's looking at things, I think that they realize they have to bring Hal back. Hal's got to be back. The book isn't. Why selling. don't they say that about Kyle Rayner? He's still in the Vegas well, system. Well, and he'll be too. But Hal is the big deal. It'd oh, be like no. you know. And so I think that that's what this is—just resetting things. I wish people would stop thinking that Hal is the big deal. Kyle is the big deal. Everybody understand this. I think we're supposed to get excited that oh man, I'm upset that we didn't learn much about that Cordian ring. But you know what? It saved the day. Oh, my God, that gauntlet. Wonder what that is. It saved the day. Like, they're in this big battle. They're trying to do things. 
And so it'll just be wiped out and then we'll go and have a reset of some sort. Or it will all be explained, Jim. And it'll be back. The book isn't solicited in May. And you could almost guess that maybe it, it is ending. Yes. You know, in April, awesome. not a lot of issues no. to get to there and explain things. But enough issues. I think it's a lot easier to say that it's gone and just get with something well, because fun, nobody though. else. But that's the thing is, too, you're talking about Jeffrey Thorne, who has to explain things that he didn't I create. still need to explain the connection to, like, you know, Green Lantern Mosaic and how this connects to it. Because we've had a brief talk for, like, a page. And John's ascended godhood, like mortal godhood, is just thrown at us. It has not been fully explained in this book so far, in my mind. That's what I think we'll explain. I mean, that's Hopefully. that's the idea of what Jeffrey Thorne was And how the Guardians pulled the like the memories away from him so he never knew about this the whole time. In this, I know that Joe, Joe's been a big thing, but the idea of her ring not explained or whatever, this really felt like editorial saying, okay, whatever your story is, though, we got to get rid of Joe's ring. Hal has to get rid of his, get the gauntlet. Okay, I'll work it in somehow. And it really only plays like... Hal's is such a bummer that if we wanted to know about it, it just ends up, oh, no, I can't, you know, it's Cosmic Grail. I can't reach it anymore. Uh, that's That seems sad that we're not going to get more of that if that's the case. But Joe, he's been dealing a lot with Joe. And I and you're almost setting up, like we say about Bendis, where you're setting up something really, really cool that we might not see. Like you said, you're intrigued. Oh, my God, we finally find out what that ring is and how the deal. Let's find out and hopefully... We would have something, but, and the gauntlet, we never, that was never explained. Even Kelly yeah. being in a coma, they almost say in this book, don't really understand it, but nope. she's in a coma. And if but you try to get the thing off, it'll attack you. During this big fight with the Teen Lantern's, Summer, the Teen Lantern's construct of Joe fighting Koyos, the magically you know, infused guardian, and, you know, the ascended godhood, John Stewart, there's a gigantic explosion that causes a gigantic sphere of energies here. And because of this, United Order can't get their radio contact in for anybody backwards or forwards. And they still plan on setting an airstrike down and destroying Ella because They're of the threat. They're such They end up where, and there was a weird deal in this. And I, I talked to you before we recorded. There's a weird deal. Like, you got halfway. And we used to have those kind of half-half stories. This continues just the whole thing as you go. You do go to John and then go back. So, yeah, we, but we, you're doing we, things. we start off on a two-tier and move it to, like, fold it into one story. Yeah, it's one story. It felt like the second half, there were weird times where it almost felt like there was, like, a little bit of a recap or a repeat of things. The United Planets, they, they like, seven times, it seems, in this, where they're saying almost the same thing. Hey, we can't get a hold of you. Well, talking we're about attack, the United gonna Planets attack. is weird because I know that, at the, like, they want to say at one point, leading the story with the mystery that they've, like, you know, we're unfolding as we read along with Koyos and Nemesini's sister and what they're doing and thinking and doing this scenario. I'm like, I don't know how any of that led to Nemesini killing the Kluin freaking, like, ambassador on the planet and then and, nobody yeah, ever talking yeah, yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. And the weird thing, what I'm saying is in this, it almost feels like, like things were missing in this Like you ended up like maybe this wasn't Going to be like it's starting to get rushed Like you're combining some things and kind of Going because things like I said Some of the things seem to repeat a bit In the same issue and not even Like the idea of just a continuation Of things almost the same especially the United Planets who keep saying the same thing Over and over we get it They're just jerks I love they're like we can't see Or hear you we're going to attack Hey, you there, Joe? Can you hear up? We're going to attack. See, well, the thing is, well, I'm looking at this now. I'm looking like I've actually got a little magnifying glass here on this program. Look at this thing. Now, within this construct of Joe Mullen fighting Koyos, I do see what looks like Joe wearing the gauntlet yeah. and stuff like that. But later on, when the United Order member Hawkslayer is like, you know, flying her away from danger, 
She's doesn't. not a part of this, and she doesn't have it then, so I have no idea what's happening. But that's after the explosion. Yes, that creates this God sphere. Yeah, and I think that maybe what we're going to be told is that that God sphere and all that other things, that's part of how that got destroyed. The gauntlet's gone. Well, how did she you. get out? I don't, I don't know. Well, you get sexy. Because the guy. thing is, I didn't realize at first because I didn't see her because at one point when they are fighting – She's a little, she's a little like tiny speck in the arm or something like that. And you then definitely she's in the middle of the head. It. Yeah. But I don't know what, the, like even progression. I think it's of gone. That, well, no, I'm saying, no, no, I'm saying the progression of what our story was where Kelly's on the bed and then the gauntlet just seems to open up from the top and energy comes out. I don't know how that then translates to Joe Mullen wearing the gauntlet, having the power. And then by the end, not having the gauntlet at all. I took it as, and it, it doesn't play out in the art. Well, I took it as is almost like a transformer. You're in the transplanted. This is how it works, Eric. It's more of a Pacific Rim thing, maybe. But you have a mecha suit, and you're laying there, and I'm like, oh, my God, I need your mecha suit. And it starts to, you know, un-go off of you going on to me. You should have seen this more. Like a nanotechnology Iron Man suit? It seems like this should have been, like, one more panel showing it go on her and her say, oh, well, I guess this is it, and go. Or even like an idea of like, I don't know how to use this. And then maybe because we've never seen it off of Kelly proper like this. We know that the Guardians were looking into it before and they wanted to take it and she wouldn't let them. Maybe it was the click of it opening. I thought it was like it was taking itself off her. But like you said, you see her and you're right. I ended up doing the same thing. And you do see her with it on. And then it's within the construct. Yeah. And then it's gone. And I think that this again, like the rings being very wonky of, oh, they're gone. Oh, where's the gauntlet? And I think Kelly wakes up next issue. Oh, what happened? Where's my gauntlet? Oh, my God. What am I going to do? Well, you're a Green Lantern. It doesn't matter if you got the gauntlet. Now, here's your ring. Yippee. And off we go. And then I, I look at know. them and say, she's a fucking but, child. What's wrong and, with you? No. And the big problem space with it all. Space police, my even, ass. even without the, the space police. Guardians. And I think that what you were saying well, earlier, if you know, the whole deal, and I do agree. It makes them unique. That's the cool thing about them. Yeah. And you're getting rid of it. Kelly with because a ring. Because we already have a shit ton of Earth yeah. and, and Kelly with a ring now becomes a little girl with a ring. It seemed different with the gauntlet and her almost doing it on her own on the sly. We never even knew how or what and if it connected. It, it's so wonky. Um, but Joe, if she's going to go forward, I guess they just don't want her to have a different ring. But the, it almost is the idea where they tried to do that. With Simon Baz, where he had the gun, he kept the gun. Whether or not he used it, that made him different, and we like that—the idea that he had that. And now you're getting rid of it. How is how? But yeah, it's it's a shame and it's weird. I, I do agree with that. Like when I was saying about the idea, I wasn't saying that I wish they were gone. I just think that that's what he's been told to do, and away we go. And this is the beginning of the end because I really do think that we're going to find out that it, it has been canceled or it's going to go on a hiatus and maybe deal with the dark crisis stuff and then come back to something i don't know but what would you give it at the end i ended up giving it a 6.3 on the site because i like a lot of stuff that's going on here i think the storytelling is not great overall because where you do have a great should be epic fight going on between this magically infused rogue guardian and a freaking ascended mortal and then joe showing up all of this is a gigantic kaiju freaking fight on oh it should be amazing with all of these people coming in from out of nowhere to be the cavalry and it's, it's and like you know you have the people of xerox there who are also like the the rogue guardians like army as well trying to fight against them this should be an epic battle it comes off lackluster as hell here and you don't even really care about it john stewart's thing is this pushed to the side because he's just gonna have that kaiju battle and everything that i wanted to know about this i got little bits of it like oh it's like you know 
Joe Mullen's ring. It's part accordion. Okay, I like that. You know, stuff like that. Uh, Hal's ring going away because it's pure, like, you know, willpower. That's cool, too. It just doesn't come off in a very good way. Even though I like the art and even what we were talking about there where I like, I thought I understood stuff with Joe Mullen's ring, like being there, not being there. It turns out I don't even know anything because the ring's gone. Somehow she has the gauntlet on and I have no idea how from the progression of the art. And then so it's gone. gone. And then it's gone. So where I was the 6.3 out of 10, I'm going to a 5.5 out of 10. I'm going to be a 5.5 as well. I could almost go 6. The funny thing is Wally West is there. I don't know if we even mentioned him. He He's just running around getting caught. Well, I think I said the Flash, but I'm not sure. And it's funny with that. That, um, it's almost like we talked about in the Flash book, the idea that this John Stewart stuff should be huge. I mean, this should be humongous. He's, he's a freaking god, right? Maybe he's the one who helped Wally. You end up where no, he's he's ascended. I know he's ascended. It didn't feel big. It just felt like like you said of okay, now Kaiju battle. And I actually was real a, a lot more interested in what the hell was going on. We talked more about it on this of Joe. How the gauntlet I wanted to know what that was all about and that's kind of I don't think was supposed to be as big anyway it was just happening but it just leads to kaiju battle which is cool enough well, just imagine this the idea that we have to explain John Stewart's ascension even though we're not talking about Green Lantern mosaic at all besides for like one page that was a like like a, a callback to, to a great right? exactly mm-hmm. but the idea going forward here it's like oh, okay John Stewart he's an ascended being well how did he get so powerful now well, you see this, he went to the dark sector and Isak, the new god, like the, uh, the new god, he was using sacrificed life force to create a new god, the light bringer, but John screwed it up and that created a god storm. So then the god storm and or John had to eat itself in order to like save the universe because it was going to destroy the universe. And in order for John to do this, he had to pick what his future was going to be. And now he's a kaiju fighting a rogue guardian infused with magic. Here we go, Eric. <laughs> Uh, and that's the thing. You explained it correctly, Eric. Congratulations. I feel like I have to go through that every time we talk about it because of how ridiculous it is. But we still – these are just concepts and words thrown out there. I still don't understand what any of it means. I agree. And and that's the thing. It, it kind of left me behind before. I had you to lean on when we would talk about it. This would be one of those books if you know, we actually took a week off or even you got sick and I had to talk about this. I'd skip it because I can barely put it in the words. I go along with you and, and read it and go – But the idea, like you said, even you who has been following and wanting desperately to, you know, see this through and see the mosaic stuff and what it means, whatever, you're even kind of like, eh, like what? And I'm really behind with the idea of seeing John. I thought it looked cool, but you really didn't do much with it. It's big for the character, but where do we go from here? What do we do with him? From now on, uh, which is a question, especially we when kill I him think off in the death of the Justice League. <laughs> well, we can't have John be a god. Time to kill him. Yeah, it's so weird. Almost like and that would be funny. It's like, well, he's going to die anyway. So just do what the hell you want. But yeah, it's just a weird, weird kind of deal uh, by the end of that. So, yeah, I'm a five. What did I, I said five, five, five yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, with that, though, that's the end of the podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank God. It's Friday. We'll be back on Sunday with another episode. With four books, I do believe, including Detective Comics, a little Nightwing. Yep. Find out. We'll find out what happened to that crazy character, Risk. Oh, my. Can't catch Risk. a break, Risk. <laughs> and also Wonder Woman. I, I heard he was disarmed. Yes, he was. Do you know the other one and what I'm missing? Uh, Wonder Woman. What books? Detective 
Nightwing, yeah, do you know? And Justice League. And Justice League, I forget. I kept wanting to have Justice League tonight, so yeah. yeah. Some bigger books, a little Bendis, you like this issue more than most of the Bendis well, issues I'm saying, it's read, not going to so. be great. It's apparently going to be good, but it's probably the best issue that so Bendis lo- has done on the Justice it's League. You're saying bar is very low. Very, very low. Saying. But yeah, we'll be talking about that on the Sunday Night Podcast. Uh, if you want to listen to it early access, you can go over to patreon.com slash weirdscience. Also go to our Twitter at Weird Science DC, and then check out our Instagram at Weird Science Comic. All these will be in the show notes. Also, be great if you can rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to it, if it's allowed. But, Eric, what do we say at the end of this here podcast? Thank God it's Friday. You are all weirdos. Weird Science is the revolution. Weird Science is the revolution. Weird Science is the revolution.